This week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts, helping podcasters get their shows off the ground, up and running, and sounding great. Professional podcast production at extremely affordable rates. Do yourself a favor if you're thinking about doing a podcast, but you don't really have a whole lot of time to manage the editing, the posting of the show, and making it sound as good as possible. Uh, go to prettyeasypodcast.com because they'll help you do it at a great rate, and it doesn't matter what your show's about. It could be a sports show, a food show, business. It could be a show about extremely rare birds. Doesn't matter. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com, and they'll help you get your show off the ground, up and running, and sounding great today. Whatever your passion is, Pretty Easy Podcast is ready to help you enjoy it even more. Everybody has a podcast these days, right? Get in on the fun and go to Pretty Easy Podcast dot com today or just email them to get started at pretty easy podcasts at gmail.com pretty easy podcast making podcasting uh well pretty easy this is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020 is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of March 24th, 2019. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. This week, the first team president of an XFL team was announced in Los Angeles. This is episode 61. La Presidente. Welcome to the show, everybody. Another week. On the road to 2020, another week closer to the Spring League, which I'm super jacked for. We're going to talk about a little bit more in detail today. Get you ready for that. Those games will be televised or streamed at least. And uh, it's I'm, I, I'm, I, I can feel it. But also we got big news and we're ahead of the game now, Brian. You and me as LAXFL fans, we got our president. We don't have a coach, but we all know that the presidents are who win the championship. So let's crown ourselves. We're the champs. We are the champions, my fr- right? Can we just start now? No, look at the hockey reference, right? It goes owner, owner, president on the Stanley Cup. That's how you win championships by naming people like the LA Extreme. Or I'm sorry, whoops. Let's jump my jump the gun there. The XFL Los Angeles team named this week. Uh, we have the advantage over everyone, if you ask me. Yes, we. By the way, we the LA XFL team. Well, maybe not. We don't have a coach yet, but did get a president, and we're going to talk about her. Her name. Well, it is former LAFC Executive Vice President and General Counsel Heather Brooks Karatz, and she is now in charge of the business end of XFL LA. Yes, XFL teams will have team presidents, Jake, who will be managing the business side of the football team. We all know the head coach, general managers, all football operations. The structure of these teams is set, and the people are now being hired. Uh, your your initial thoughts when you heard a team president was announced before the coach in L.A. Yeah, I, I don't think that's I, – I really don't think that matters. Uh, you can announce the coach first, the president first. It, it doesn't really matter. So, yeah, we're going to get into it a little later. 
about what the role of this president is going to be doing because they're not going to be a general manager. We know it's a coach slash GM. Uh, what they're going to be doing for the team and what they need to do for the team to be successful and ultimately for the league. And we are going to also discuss what we would do if we were the team presidents. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. That'll be in the hot read. Uh, at XFL Show is where you can follow along with us. Follow us at Twitter or on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Those are the social medias everyone's still using, right, Brian? I'm just double checking. I'm trying to keep track here. There's a lot going on. What's, yeah, WhatsApp is a big one now, but I, I haven't explored. Are we on yet. WhatsApp? Uh, we might get it. Well, no, we're not going to get a WhatsApp. You know, what we have is a Patreon. We do have a Patreon, and we we love our gentle patrons who are giving to the show and helping us uh, make making it easy on us to provide more content. We're doing an XFL bonus show coming up this week, Brian. That I think right off the top here, you need to remind people they could vote on what that that topic will be for the extra XFL show for the month of March. That's right, Alan. If you head over to our Patreon right now, that's patreon.com forward slash this is the XFL show. You'll be able to vote for our bonus episode of the for the month of March. Uh, we got some great topics out there. One of them we might have to uh, nix because we didn't get the complete list. We'd only be able to get through four of them. But right now you can actually vote on if you want us to break down the top coaches in the XFL, which ones we think are the top. Uh, we have a deep dive into Oliver Luck as well, uh, just the history of him as commissioner. And something we haven't done yet that I've been wanting to do, Jake, I think you've talked about it too, is ranking the eight XFL cities from best to worst. That might be uh, uh, a topic you know that many people want us to cover. Or do we decide who are the best eight QBs for the league? I mean, we kind of touched on who we think they wanted, uh, think they wanted but now uh, we, we have some more details, so we could probably go into that. So go over there right now. It's a free vote. Uh, it's on patreon.com forward slash this is the XFL show. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sway the voters, but there's definitely some some topics on there that I'm more passionate about than <laughs> others. So we're going to have to see what the fans want to vote. Uh, I, I don't think we're on a Rumbler account. Or, are no. we, uh, Brian, do you miss that conversation? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll chat you up later about that. Yeah, Rumblers aren't real. It's not a Tinder for fighting. That's not a real thing, Jake. I know you just <laughs> discovered social media. That's not one of the accounts you need to start. But... Uh, that that poll is it's up there for everybody. Even if you're not a patron, you could vote on the poll topic. And uh, if of course you, if you give to the Patreon, you'll be able to listen to that bonus show, which will be coming to you next week. And uh, we love doing it. Of course, we do the everything else football show. That this is not the XFL show, which we had a ton of fun doing earlier this week. But now let's get into this is the XFL show. Let's get into the XFL stuff here and. Real quick, uh, stemming from the last couple of shows and also interviews that we're hearing, uh, you know, Doug Whaley do and Oliver Luck do as they get ready for the spring league. And, you know, they're kind of just guiding us along as we kind of have a lull between coaches being announced, Bryant. Uh, We had an interesting message sent to us from our good friend Mike Mitchell from the XFL board. And he's kind of frustrated, he told us. He's frustrated uh, that... A lot of the questions Oliver Luck is getting, especially, seem to be the same questions. If you if you're following Oliver Luck like you like we do, or any fan of the XFL might be doing right now, you might have noticed that when he does media interviews, the people that are asking him the questions, I mean, they probably just aren't listening to his other interviews, so they're asking the same questions in each interview, and we have to kind of sift through those when we're listening to him and try to get to some new stuff from Oliver Luck, which, and I'm sure he's. 
you know, enjoying his time, but probably wants to talk about something other than why he took the job. I mean, he's already in the job. Let's look ahead. Uh, and Mike Mitchell, actually, he, he said, next time we get Oliver Luck on the show, and you know we'll have him on, I'm sure, uh, we need to ask him important questions. And also questions we haven't even really broached yet, like, when are the games going to air exactly? What time of day? And could a, a Thursday night game possibly be considered for the XFL? And also, what are the divisions? Mike asked, among a bunch of other questions. And we appreciate Mike always giving us great stuff on his site on XFL board, but uh, giving us that uh, message there on Twitter, at XFL Show. And it got me thinking, Jake, well, when will these games be played? What time of day? Would Thursday make sense? And are we dividing these up in divisions similar to how the AAF did it? Well, I think all those questions, you know, the answers to all those questions are maybe. Uh, right now, that's as, that's as close as I'm going to give to you. Uh, going back to the question about why maybe a lot of these questions are repeats, why there's a lot of softballs, uh, I don't think you're going to get these answers yet. If they wanted us to know... Uh, what the divisions are going to be, then they would let us know. You know, the, the, if you're going to have a reporter or, or somebody asking questions, uh, you know, Mr. Luck, can, can you tell me right now what the team colors and the logo is going to be for the DC club? He's he's not he's not going to tell you that that stuff right now. You know, he's not. But they've been very transparent, and they give you a glimpse into what their the thought process is at least, or they they let you know the timeline. The time frame they're thinking about and making these announcements. They're, Oliver Luck's been open. I just don't think people are asking him the questions at all. They're kind of dancing around it, afraid to ask us. I mean, perhaps they are a little intimidated. You know, perhaps they don't. He's wanna, such a nice guy. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're thinking they don't want to ask something so specific, and the question does not get answered, and they and they you know they think they're not going to have any more uh, media time with them. I, I don't know, but I think we are getting pretty specific right here. So, you know, I see it right now. The only alternative to not asking the same questions and getting the same answers are simply ask different questions <laughs> or or stop doing interviews, <laughs> which, which we definitely do not want that. No, I'm more Oliver Luck. And, you know, if we you know if we have him on the show, Brian, we're getting we're going to get as specific as we possibly can. And we're going to have fun with it. And we know that Oliver Luck is always going to be as open as he can be when it comes to new information regarding the league. Well, it, it just helps to understand where the league is going right now, or where they're at. I think a lot of these interviewers, you know, they, they hear tidbits here and there. I mean, we've been covering this show, and I don't want to meet, I don't mean to pat us on the back too much, but we have been covering the show, uh, the league from from day one, and so we're 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 yearning for answers to questions that we've been having, you know, since you know last February, and a lot of people are just coming around and and, and getting the data. I'm sorry, the information that they want that they haven't been able to to read on their own. We're, we're reading everything. We're, we're 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 listening to everything, so our our questions are more in depth. And Oliver Luck, you know, he's he's great at being able to give detail yet, you know, not show his hand. So um, I'd love to have him on again and, and ask him some of the the more fan driven questions that that we are as 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 fans, right? We're, we are fans too of the show, and, and I'm sorry of the league, and and we want to hear as much as we can from him. Yeah, and, and you're right. So a lot of people just aren't are following along, don't know exactly where we're at with the XFL. So that's why if you're seeing these other interviews with Oliver Luck, definitely listen to him. But if you want to follow along with the league and you know people who are wanting to be interested in the XFL and want to know more about it, come along with us because we're following along and we're on the right path and we're also you know talking about what's relevant right now. 
What's going on, football fans? This is Bryant, and we just want to let you know, with the XFL returning in 2020, This Is The XFL Show is here to guide you every step of the way. Sign up right now to receive the latest news, exclusive content, discounts on merchandise, and all the football coverage you can handle on This Is The XFL Show's newsletter. Yes, go to our website, thisisthexflshow.com, check it out, sign up, and you can even win a free t-shirt. Check it out right now. Don't miss a thing from This Is The XFL Show. What's relevant right now is what we're going to get into in this week's cover two. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. Oh, the spring league. I could I could smell the it smell the Franklin barbecue of Austin, Texas, Jake. We're gonna we're gonna have XFL personnel, executives, football operations people, coaches, scouts going to be in Austin, Texas, and they're going to be doing some incredible innovating i think they're going to be testing experimenting doing football scientist stuff and they're going to figure out how this xfl league's going to look with the spring league which is going into a, a new session or season if you will with their four teams and it, it's a new partnership that is with the not, not only has the goal of you know getting some players opportunities in the nfl the cfl and the xfl but also with the goal now, the collective goal of reimagining the game and coming up with new rules that can make the game faster and better. Yeah, I mean, two things you're really looking for down there is obviously you're scouting players. And secondly, but more importantly, uh, at least for what I'm thinking, is you're testing out different rules. You know, some things that we heard Doug Whaley uh, talk about in an interview this week that he said they're going to talk about, you know, a shorter play clock, dropping it to maybe 30 or 35 from the usual 40-second uh, NFL clock that we're all comfortable with. You know, a different halo roll on punt returns, overtime formats, and how the kickoffs are actually going to run. So, you know, you're down there looking for employees, but for me, it's more important that you're testing the rules. Yeah, number one on the on the cover one this week is the rules and the information coming from the spring league to me, Brian. And that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna toss up to you first. You you know, the spring league is gonna be happening for the next few weeks, March into April, and like Jake said, testing shorter play clocks, OT rules, kickoff changes, and other rules. What are your biggest questions and concerns going into the spring league? What information do you want coming out of this interesting partnership the XFL has with the spring league? Yeah, there's tons of, of rules, right? We, if you go back into our archives, we had a whole discussion of of the rules that leaked and, and what we thought, and you know, thumbs up, thumbs down. I think uh, was Vince's, you know, cue. Mine was a five star rating type thing, um, but I, I'm most concerned about is the defensive line, uh, you know, yard. What, what do you call that? A, a, a halo? I, I really that don't buffer know. zone, like the yeah, CFL we zone. talked about. Yeah, yeah. I'll be interested to see that. You know, and see how uh, the AAF has their own version of how to protect the offensive line and, and help them by only allowing five rushers and only one uh, blitzing rusher at a, you know per play. Do you think that rule is to protect the O line because you know safety concerns, or just because they know their O line, the O lines in the AAF are just not good? Well, I think you got to look at it by position, right? So, so if you look at uh, on offense, what's the most depleted position? It's wide receiver, right? A team can have six wide receivers on their team, so you know six times thirty-two is whatever it is. Same thing with offensive linemen, right? You have 
10 offensive linemen at any given time on a team that's 320 offensive linemen in the NFL. So your, your, your availability is, is low. And so I think that's what they do. They're trying to protect the O linemen who, you know, it, it's not easy being an offensive lineman. You, you're big men who have to move fast. And that's not a, 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 you know, it's one of the most rare things in sports. Uh, so I think that's why it's in there. And I assume that's why the XFL is going to want to at least uh, test it and see if that's something they want to do to help, um, you know, because if your quarterback can't make a play, then you know the quality of the play goes down. So we, we know that's uh, we know that that's what it's all about. Coming out of the spring right. league is improving the, the quality, quality of the, the play, play, Jake. So Bryant's going down into the trenches. That's what he's worried about with the spring league. What information are you concerned about? What questions do you have about the spring league and the XFL? You know, we were talking about the different things they're looking at. Overtime formats, really, I'm okay with any overtime format. I mean, I know a lot of people despised uh, the old NFL rule about first team that scored one. Uh, I feel like if you don't want to lose the game, then stop the other team. So uh, overtime, I'm fine with with just about everything. Shorter play clock, five seconds, is it really going to make that much of a difference? I don't think it is. In the long run, and if everybody's going to have, you know, be mic'd up in their helmets, then uh, that's not really going to be matter. That's not going to matter. Kickoff rules, I, I don't know what else you could change about that. So well, I, I think mean, I'm very interested in the kickoff rule because there's, there's, I mean, I mean how many variations are we, are we going to have here, though? I think a very different variation. It's, it's, it's something that Oliver Luck has said they are not going to get rid of in this game, but they're making it safe. When I mean, you're talking about one yard, uh, you know, run, uh, running, uh, starting. I, I don't even know what he was talking about. I think he's saying people start five yards apart rather than, you know, 60 yards apart or whatever it may be. I am very interested in the kickoff because, you know, the AAF, although it, it's almost seems seamless to where the kickoff is not necessary, it's missing. And Jake, you want to pay kickers less because they're not kicking as much. So you got to, got to, got to give them some money here. You don't want to take the kickoff away. So I'm very interested to make sure that Oliver Luck wants to keep the foot in football. Oh, and you and know he does. We, we, yeah, we yeah. know that. I, I, any kickoff would be an improvement he, uh, over no kickoff. Oliver Luck has, has mentioned the kickoff and, and preserving the kickoff and saving the kickoff in interviews more than he's talked about improving any kind of other part of the game almost. I mean, he really drives that home that keeping the kickoff in the game is, is important. So that's going to be really fun, I think, to see how they do it because – it's interesting because the NFL has tried to innovate and change the kickoff and make it better while also making it safer, and they've failed miserably. It's still non-existent. Well, I, I don't know if – I mean, is it safer? I, I don't know. It is safer because they don't happen. They get the, It's just a kick into the end zone. Okay. Yeah, yeah there, the other, there's, there's no offense. Yeah, we want to have a return but you know, and make it safe. So that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, big, so your what's your number one thing then, Jake? Of all the stuff that you listed through, I mean, if I got to pick something, uh, or is it something maybe not that you didn't say? It, it's off? it's probably something that that I did not say that we did not hear in in, in you know in an interview. But if I if I had to pick one, I would you know I said I'm fine with basically any overtime, but I would like to know which overtime format they're going to go with. Yeah, I'm. Oh man, I'm geeking out for all these different kinds of rules they're going to test. I'm geeking out for for the scouting aspect as well because you're, the names we're going to talk about and player players and the chances they have as well is really cool. But the information I want coming out of out of the spring league is it, it just some sort of 
you know, specifics and, and, and collected data that is going to come out in, in the, you know, not too far from the last part, you know, day of the spring league when the beginnings of a rule book, that's what I want. I want the beginnings of a rule book. I want page one. I want an introduction paragraph. You want a mission statement. I want a mission. I want, well, we know the mission statement, but I want, I want just a couple of, you know, just, I just want some head nods on, and I want to see some excitement <laughs> in the videos of Doug Whaley and Sam Schwartzstein of the stuff they really like. I want to know what they're leaning towards. I want to have an idea, and I want to know the actual rules of the XFL this summer. So uh, let, let's hope that we get. I just hope we get more answers than we get questions coming out of this thing because, unlike the last, uh, you know, iteration of experimentation of new rules. Uh, this one's got a lot of hype going behind it. I feel, I mean, it, relative to the community colleges that they hooked up with in Mississippi, this one has people following the XFL buzzing football, people buzzing, and it's going to have a lot of people there as well, because not only is the XFL going to be there partnering with the spring league, but don't forget all the scouts in the, in the Austin, Texas from the NFL, the CFL and the AF, they're going to be there uh, watching players. So there are a lot, a lot of football people, a lot of eyes, on the changings of the game and the part two of the cover two this week while in the staying in the spring league is the amount of players getting a fantastic opportunity at the NFL, the CFL, and now the XFL. We have four teams there in the spring league, Bryant. Uh, we're going to be able to watch them. It's on BR live, which you've tried to watch AAF games on, but I don't know how much success you've had, but the, <laughs> the players in the spring league, I mean, they last year a lot of these guys got opportunities at the NFL. Thirty-seven of them signed with the NFL. Sixteen went to the CFL. Now we have the XFL involved. More opportunity for more players. You got four teams with with all these guys on there. How many realistically do you, players do you think we're going to see playing in the spring league and then playing in the XFL? Because I think that number is going to be pretty high. I don't know the contract status of, of those players in the spring league. If they're you know just there for those for this iteration of, of the spring league, um, or if they're contractually obligated for a couple of years. Uh, oh, this thing is I, a total scout. This is a, almost like a combine. I mean, these guys are there to audition for pro leagues. That this is what it's for. So, oh, then I think that number is going to be really high at that I, point because yeah, um, I, I would assume that we're going to see a lot of these players. Maybe not so much the marquee players, quarterbacks and, and, and key running backs, things like that. But I think a lot of the 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 offensive linemen, the you know, the def- defensive linemen, cornerbacks, things like that, the players like that are gonna definitely be scouted. I mean, especially if they're playing with XFL rules. If one shines in a rule, you know, and as long as the NFL doesn't come a calling, why wouldn't he go over to the XFL if he's already got some kind of practice um uh, you know on his belt. Yeah, you're going to see guys make it to combines and, or to, uh, excuse me, to uh, training camps in the NFL from the from the spring league. But then they'll probably have to, you know, figure out they're going to not probably get any playing time or not make the big club. So the XFL will be the next thing, and a lot of these guys will probably go straight to the XFL. I think you're going to see some T1s and T2s come out of this thing, especially for the XFL, Jake. Yeah, I mean, I think we saw a stat there at least last year's spring league about a third. Of all the players that participated were invited to an NFL or a CFL camp. So, you know, one out of three ain't bad. And you're adding the XFL into there now. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to have, you're definitely going to have a lot of guy invited, you know, to uh, to brighter pastures. 
Yeah, you you almost now with the XFL thrown in there in the AAF too. Guys playing in the spring league, you you have to be pretty pretty terrible showing to not get an invite or a shot at some kind of camp, right? Just to uh, to step on another football field. This is a huge opportunity. So I, I I'm really excited. Uh, we did see uh, notable players have played in the spring league. Guys like Ahmad Bradshaw and Johnny Manziel just last year. Bryant, so we could see some names we even recognize coming up in the spring league. Uh, maybe the future XFL MVP. Are you willing to put money on that right now? Uh, I'm not too much of a betting man myself, uh, but you I do. Don't, do I don't know about that. You do. You do do the betting guide for our for the AAF <laughs> games every week on our Patreon. Uh, maybe. Uh, you know what? So you're saying do. do <laughs> So is the player? So are you giving me the two options? Is a, is the MVP going to come from the spring league or anywhere else? Is the the question is is the XFL MVP for twenty twenty playing in this year's spring league? No. Save save that audio right there. Clip that. You're oh. taking the field. He's taking, <laughs> taking the field. The field. And Tiger versus a, the field. You take the field. It's Always. a smart bet for sure. But when we get the XFL MVP and he was a spring league player. And then we have them on as a guest on the show. We're going to play that clip when we introduce them. And then you're going to have to answer. Why am I the only one who's making that prediction? Because I, because I'm throwing you under the bus before you could do it to me. That's how it's working. (laughs) And what if like, what if, you know, Ben Roethlisberger shows up to the spring league and decides that he wants to play in the XFL. Like, that's not fair. I don't know who's actually going to be there. Look, there's going to be tons of talent there, and it's going to be a great uh, opportunity for all those players and for the XFL, and that's probably why they partnered with this league. They, they're they probably getting first access to all these players. They have been for a few weeks now. Um, so that, that's smart. You get into these players' ears early, so that way if they're contemplating going to the NFL or not, uh, they, they don't want to get stuck on a practice squad. I guarantee they don't want to get stuck on a practice squad. The, the squad, they want to go to the XFL. And also remember, this is, from what I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is practice two for the XFL. There's a third one that's supposedly happening somewhere down the line. Am I not? Am I correct on that? I'm sure we're going to get another another experimentation. I don't know if it's going to be with as much pomp and circumstances we're getting here in the spring league. This is almost like a football convention, a convergence of scouts and XFL people, spring league people, players looking for a shot at pro football. It's a beautiful thing in Austin, Texas, and check it out at thespringleague.com. You can see they have player bios there, too, if you want to learn more about them. And, of course, the games are going to be on Bleacher Report Live. BR Live will stream the games. Uh, I know I'll be watching, and uh, I know I'm super jacked, super geeked, super nerdy about this spring league because of, well, it's kind of like a nerdy football lab. And uh, If you're a football fan, why wouldn't you love that, especially in the months where there's no NFL Oh, oh, WrestleMania, fighting to survive. Yeah, it's WrestleMania season. What's up? It's Long Allen Ice-T telling you about Brain Buster Radio this week on the road to WrestleMania, just a couple weeks away from the extravaganza in New York. Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda is getting just ridiculous. Is it going to be the final match on the card? Is it going to main event? Will women finally main event WrestleMania? The debate rages on this week on BBR. Plus, we've got a lot of Ring of Honor and New Japan to talk as well because the New Japan Cup is done. We have our main event for Madison Square Garden. We also have more Ring of Honor news, that championship ladder match to talk about. And this week... We will go to our legal expert to discuss the injustice 
that was brought upon Kofi Kingston on SmackDown Live. We'll see you this week, Brainiacs. Brainbuster Radio available on all podcast gimmicks. BrainbusterRadio.com, at the Brainbusters on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Instagram Junior. All right, let's get into the big news of the week, the big signing for XFL Los Angeles. Not a head coach, but a president. La Presidente. It's time for this week's Hot Read. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Hey, Rick Flair! Rick Flair! Pepper, flip, caliber. Motown, happy, jolly, drunk, buster, Burr, tiger! I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. This week, the XFL announced that Heather Brooks Karatz, most recently the executive vice president of LAFC and the general counsel of the Los Angeles Football Club, is joining the XFL as the team president of XFL Los Angeles, meaning that Karatz will be the head of the business side of XFL LA and She said, starting from scratch means our perspective can be fresh, and I can't wait to get started creating a new team for the L.A. market and entire community. Now, working at Bank of California Stadium, general counsel there, and and being one of the heads of the LAFC soccer team there, Bryant, Kratz pretty much knocked it out of the park with that team. Didn't they have basically a sellout every single game in their, their inaugural season? Oh, yeah. It wasn't just a sellout. I mean, this this crowd was... The, the the noise. I mean, you could hear it from from Carson. Yeah, that's how that's how much the stadium was rocking uh, in the heart of Los Angeles. It, it was it was an atmosphere that I I would dare challenge with most any other MLS stadium and some NFL stadiums for that matter as well. Wow! See that you get a a packed house, you got a crowd enthusiastic about soccer in Los Angeles. Now, of course, that's a market where it's uh, a little bit easier to do it. I'm very we're all very impressed with Atlanta did. It, what Atlanta did in the MLS as well. Uh, soccer's, you know, growing in popularity in the United States, but still, pro football and the sport of American football, Jake, is king. Now Kratz is jumping over to the, the king of sports, and is she going to have an easier job than she did with the LAFC? Well, I mean, football still is the top dog, but it is going to be uh, a challenge, I believe, to inform people and get them excited about a football league that does not have the initials NFL in front of it. So, it, so I mean, it sounds like she's going to, and maybe it's pronounced carrots. That, that sounds a little more elegant. I don't know if carats, carrots. Uh, <laughs> I think it's carrots. If it's close, well, I mean, sound it out. If it's carrots, phonetically, if it's carrots, I, then carrots are good for you. And I think this is a good signing for XFL LA because you have someone who has experience putting butts in seats, getting people enthusiastic and excited about a, a sports franchise. And the XFL basically laid out her responsibilities in the press release, saying fan engagement, the business operations, uh, corporate sponsorships, marketing community relations, game day experience, all of that falls under Heather Brooks Karatz. And, and that, that's a lot. 
That is a lot, a lot she's in charge of, but also a lot she's experienced with. She's got the law background. They've hired a lawyer. Uh, are you surprised, Brian, at the type of person they hired to be one of these team presidents, the first team president of a team in the XFL? Well, when you say type of pre- uh, type of person, uh, I'm a little. Uh, am I look? Her experience alone speaks for herself, right? She she she's done this with LAFC, maybe as a vice president, not a president. Yeah, are you ex- are you are are you surprised it's a lawyer pers- a lawyer instead of someone who was a general manager or uh, you know involved in the signings of players or any of that? I mean, this is strictly business side. The, the way it's structured in the XFL, it is a total split. You know. You have the coach who is all the football stuff and general manager and the president who is all the money and business stuff. It's pretty clear cut and I think easy to define. Yeah, and I, I think what 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 you want is someone who's good in business and, and lawyers understand many aspects of, of what you can and cannot do um, that, that many people don't. And so ha- having a lawyer in the front office, having somebody that can um, understand what um, a, a budget and how to make money and how to make fans engaged and also have that experience in the sports world. I mean, that's, that's a win-win for, for LA and for the XFL. I think there's going to be a lot of, of people that are excited for the XFL. There's gonna be a lot of people that remember the XFL, especially in LA because of the championship that, that I think, um, Karatz is going to be able to expose or at least, uh, hope uh, you know, expose all that, that those fans and hopefully get them back in here for 2020. I mean, Brian, to me, it sounds like she's almost going to have to, you know, be, uh, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies, also playing a, you know, a PTA mom role out there, looking for sponsorships, spreading goodwill. Do you think the fact that, uh, you know, L.A., they're the only champions of the of the XFL, do you think that's going to help her? Is that going to be an easier sell or, or is just the, the population of Los Angeles going to aid in uh, you know in an easier sell just because of how how many people are out there. Well, I mean the the episode where we talked about the eight XFL cities once they were announced was called Big City Football, right? That's what the XFL wanted. They wanted big cities. That's an advantage that she's going to have. That's the that's an advantage that the XFL is going to have in most of their markets is that they are um, heavily populated. People love football there. You know, we talk about how the Rams don't draw or the charges don't draw that, but it doesn't mean that people here don't love football. They just, they've had 22 years to find their other teams. Now they're going to be able to, to kind of hone that uh, love and passion of football to one team. And I think but, that's what she has to do. And also what it means is, you know, you, you bring up the population, you know, more opportunities, more people, more, more corporate sponsorship opportunities, more businesses, but none of that means a damn. If you don't put in the effort, if you don't, you know, Boots to the ground, you know, hype people up. She's going to have to be out, go out there and be a hype woman, Kratz. Every team president, you have to go out there and do the work. The Rams and the Chargers, they don't care. They're in, they say we're NFL teams. We're not going to worry about fan engagement. They're going to come here because we're NFL teams, and or if we win, they'll come. That's all they are, they care about in the NFL. It's a different game for, for the pre- team presidents in the XFL. This is going to take effort. It's going to take... Uh, a lot of sweat from from all the team presidents hired, even in a city like Los Angeles where there is a lot of opportunity, and you hire someone who has done that for a league that's similar in that regard, the MLS, for a team LAFC, and killed it by getting people hyped up for that new franchise. I think this, if, if you take her resume and the job that she is going, that is facing her, 
and define it that way, this is a hell of a signing, a hell, hell of a hire for the XFL in Los Angeles. And this isn't a political type thing, right? I don't think, you know, Karatz is going to be out there doing the 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 the, the duty, the, the heavy lifting, right? She's not going to be out there, like Jay said, kissing babies and, and, and shaking hands. She's going it, to, it's L.A. I mean, it takes one tweet from the Kardashians to get popular around here. And that's <laughs> all it's, and, and, and I'm not saying that they should do that, but there's, it doesn't take much out here. You know, a Magic Johnson sighting, things like that. There's tons of, that can happen out here in Los Angeles. And, and she did a great job with LAFC. I will tell you this, and I'm in L.A. I didn't even know that the LAFC franchise was starting until it actually started. Um, and look at how popular they were. Uh, the disadvantage of the XFL right now is that they're going to be playing in Carson and not Los Angeles. It's, a, it's about a, a you know, 20 minute, you know, sorry, 20 mile trek. Uh, about, you know, depending on what time of day you go out there, it could be anywhere from 20 minutes to two hours. But uh, it, it's. It's an interesting hire only because they haven't announced their coach. There's no team logo, no anything like that. So what is she going to be able to work with uh, in the present? Uh, because 2020 is, you know, 11 months away. It's not that much time. Yeah, that that is an interesting uh, thing you bring up, though. There is no coach there to kind of, for her to sell, right? You, if you're the XFL uh, Dallas president, you get you go around, you you try to get you know a local. Uh, bank or a local, you know, some local business or a national business involved with your franchise. You tell them I have Bob Stoops coaching my team, and in a league where it's a college-style structure and the coach is, you know, the face of the team and making all those important football decisions, that is important in helping the team president. So hopefully the XFL LA team gets a head coach announced pretty soon, Jake, because that'll help Kratz and all these team presidents knowing who they're they're partner is on the on the football side of things yeah it's, it, i think it's going to be a lot easier to make that sell if you know you've got business cards that say you know la extreme on it rather than just uh you know to be announced los angeles <laughs> team name uh, too. Uh, yeah. football team <laughs> so i mean may, maybe you know we should be looking for la to uh to have their next coach being announced soon because of this or, or maybe we're just going to get more presidents but yeah i mean that's a good point you, you got to sell your team and it's going to be a lot easier, a lot more, uh, you know, more uh, alluring to businesses and fans if they actually have more concrete details. <laughs> yeah, if, if you go on Shark Tank with a prototype, they're not going to buy your product, right? But if you go there with some, with some validity, some show me your margins. Yeah, exactly. Show me your head coach. Some, some, some facts. <laughs> what then, was then, last year's sales? A little easier. <laughs> Uh, look, I'm not going to say whether she has, you know, a coach or players or a team name or colors or anything like that. It's it, she's at a disadvantage, right? She is, um, and not just, you know, just in general. This is going to be a hard sell for all eight teams. It is, but also you got to take into account this is someone with the background and the experience. You, you, Heather Brooks Kratz, you think her Rolodex is is super fat and, and full of names and people I'm who are ready. Rolodex. <laughs> what do we call them now? iPhones? Phones. <laughs> yeah. Well, phone. she knows a lot of people. I'm sure of it. She knows people is- that are high up in, uh, you know, in the corporate world. Uh, she knows people who are going to help her sell tickets. And uh, she has ideas of a way to engage fans as well. So uh, it's all about the person you hire. is it, Not just the product, but the person who's pushing it as well. And that 
is basically these are like eight salespeople they're they're hiring. Dude. Yeah, and Brian, you know, I just got the perfect idea for your wedding gift, so I, I want you to act surprised whenever you're opening it. <laughs> uh, you know, here's Antique the one Rolodex. Right? <laughs> um, here's the one uh, one disadvantage, and and she's probably never faced this in the past is having to deal with a brand new league. Right? She's she's worked with the MLS established league, you know, more than twenty years now. Um, the XFL is brand new, and that's something that you're gonna have. You're gonna have to sell the league, and you're gonna have to sell the team. Well, yeah, a little a, bit a, double duty here. But yeah, a brand new league. We, we've we've seen that she can sell a new team and in an existing league. But yeah, you are right about that. It, yeah, and you know the MLS has been around, but it, of course it is not. It's the sport is not you know at the level of and the league isn't at the level of the popularity. You know, it's if the three leagues ahead of it. So that it still was a challenge there. Uh, this is new. It is a brand new league. And unlike the original XFL, and this is the number one thing I take from this hire and just the structure that was laid out well in advance is they got ready to hire coaches and, and presidents. It's just how damn serious Vince McMahon obviously is about this because now instead, I mean, this role, the role of team president was played by him. In front of in front of a microphone in press conferences and the WWF, then uh, you know hyping this thing up and selling it to a crazy wrestling audience. Now this is structured. These are pe- legitimate business people. These are people who have you know seen success, incredible resumes in football and in business. And he's putting them. He's assembling a team. And that if that doesn't tell you that he's doing this completely differently. From, from the original XFL in a much more cerebral way, I mean, it, then nothing else will. So any this officially kills any notion that this old XFL, if this is going to be anything like that. If anybody says, ha, the XFL 2001, this is nothing like that. Just look at this big hire this week. Look at the coaches they've already hired and more to come. Team President 1 hired. We're winning the championship, Brian. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm basically getting my championship ring mailed to me right now. Uh, I'm getting me a Karatz jersey, <laughs> L.A. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if it wasn't obvious to people, at least it has. It, it, it's been obvious to us that this is a different XFL. But you're right, Alan. If it hasn't been obvious to people before, it is now. I mean, people are are coming here for the opportunity to to pad their stats, right? To 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 add to their resume. And Kratz is, is putting her reputation on the line by, by leaving an established league, an established team to the XFL in the hopes that it becomes something great. And, I, and, and that's a great sign for the league that these people are willing to do these. Because I can tell you right now, and you know how I love to do this, but I have no idea, no idea who team presidents are or even if they have any uh, in the AAF. It seems like they've, they've marketing was not looked at. And that's something that's huge for the XFL, and that's how they're going to get long-term success. I think local fan engagement, yep, lo- getting you know becoming a part of the local community, and they do have those in the AAF. I think two of them left or something in the Birmingham team this week too. So that it's it's a tough thing to do in a new league, but uh, cool to see uh, Heather Brooks, Kratz, or Carrots, Jake rise to the occasion and say, "Let's rock to Vince McMahon and all of her luck." Yeah, and if I'm her, first thing, my first order of business, whether I'm starting, you know, starting my work on on a Saturday or a Sunday or Monday, is I'm getting all of her luck on the horn, and I want to know who I'm going to be working with, who's going to be my coach, 
uh, coach slash <laughs> slash a GM. Because this is stuff you need to know to market this, just like you talk about Bob Stoops. That is a, that is a big name. She had to know those things before. She well, per- perhaps she does already. I, I'm just, I guess, <laughs> naively assuming that she does not. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, and let's hope we get a, a, a dang coach announced this week. Bryant, would you wager that we get L.A. president, we get L.A. coach next? Uh Maybe. Uh, again, if you're letting me do that or the field, I'm going to take the field on that one. I think we can get another president or another coach over in L.A. Uh, coach. But regardless, it, it's news. And we were worried that no coach was going to get announced and what we were going to do. And, and, of course, the XFL you know, pulls out an upset and, and gives us a, a president, which, you know, now we can start thinking about what these presidents are going to be doing, what we think they should be doing. We can give them ideas because, remember, they're listening. They are, and that's what you say at the end of the show, so it must be the end of the show. Here we are, and another one in the books, at XFL Show, everybody. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, put us in your Rolodex and call us, 724-565-4XFL. If you want to leave a voicemail anytime, that phone line is open all the time, 365-247 for you. What are you laughing at? I just thought about the fact that uh, Jim Zorn definitely has a roll deck. <laughs> <laughs> They're not extinct yet. Uh, hip, hip, hooray. All right. Well, I'm going to go look for my uh, Heather Brooks Kratz jersey, XFL LA, extra large, Jake, if you're, if you're looking to get me an early birthday gift. And uh, we'll be back next week. Don't forget to vote on that poll question for the Patreon. The bonus show is coming up there. Thanks to all of our patrons who are giving to the show, helping us do even more uh, awesome XFL content, give you more XFL content, more football talk. And uh, we are not going to stop anytime soon. It's the road to 2020, y'all. Let's get it. For Jake, for Brian, I'm Alan. We'll see you next time. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.